We thank God for our Facebook, our YouTube, our podcasts. We thank God for our pastor and his wife in their absence as they are spending some needed time together in a way. Thank God for Apostle Johnson being in our midst and the saints that is here before us on today. We are continuing with Seeking the Lord for 2019. We started this year off with praying and fasting and seeking the will of God for our church, for our lives as individuals. What would God have us to do for 19? He know the end of 19 already. We don't know. So we are seeking his guidance for every step of the way that he will lead us and guide us, that we will go into the right direction, that we won't err, but that we will hit everything that we need to hit on target for him. Amen. Because it's a lot that's happening. This today is the 26th of February. But a lot have always already have happened this first of the year. People have went home to glory. Jobs have been lost. New jobs have came in. Births of babies have come. And we just got to ask God where we need to be. We want to be at the right place at the right time. And we want his will to be done in our lives. On tonight, I just come to encourage you. Because he is mindful of everything that concerns us. He has not forgot about you. You might seem like it has taken a long time. Is he going to ever get to me? He is. But are we going to wait patiently? Are we going to wait trusting on the Lord? Are we going to have a good attitude while we wait? Because we know that we are next in line. We can't get weary in our well-doing. Because the word said we will reap if we faint not. But you can't faint in the midst of it all. You, got, you can't get weary in the midst of it all. You got to continue to hold on and press knowing that God is going to do it on your behalf. And you got to claim that I am next. Your brother and your sister might be in their moment where God is just blessing and overflowing them, but you got to claim that you are next. You got to claim that 2019 is going to be the best whatever you want it to be. If it's the best relationship time for you and your family, if it's the best health that you are claiming over your life, if it's the best financially, you got to stand upon that. And you got to confess that until that is manifested in your life. I just came back from Texas uh, visiting my sons. And sometimes when you are, are, are a parent and you're mothering them, you wonder, is it going to turn out all right? Sometimes you have those moments. Is, is it worth it? You have those seasons. My child is doing everything opposite of what I taught them. We've all been there. We've all done that. But that fruit has emerged. It took time for that fruit to emerge. They're doing well, they're on their own, they're doing what they gotta do there, they're going to church, everything that I wanted them to do, that they are doing. 
But I didn't see that at five. I didn't see that at six. I didn't see that at seven. Some things life had to happen for them to even get on the road that they're on now. But it came. It's happening. They still a work in progress. It ain't all over. But to be able to see that seed growing and doing the will of God, being successful, doing the things that they need to do in their lifetime and in this generation, it is a blessing. So for those that are still dealing with younger kids thinking, is it going to ever come? Yup. sometimes you're going to have to still whoop them. Sometimes you're going to have to still discipline them. But when you train them in the way that they should go, in the end, you're going to reap if you faint not. Because the word tells us to train them in the way they should go. When they get older, they will not depart. But what God told me is, what are you training them in? Because if you train them in good stuff, that's what they're going to maintain and come back to. If you're training them in bad stuff, that's the stuff they're going to come back to because that's their foundation. Not that it can't be fixed. But you got to go through all of that to get to the good stuff because we layered the foundation wrong. So if you've been brought up in church, but you at home and think your kids going to be okay, come on, boo. Let, let's get for real. Because what are you training them? That we don't go to service. We have service at home. God go work it out. It ain't going to work in the end. And you go eat the fruit thereof later. Mine went, if they didn't want to go, it was because that was the rule of the house. We all going to church. And they are grown and could do whatever they want to, and yet they're still finding their way in the temple. That's a training. That was the legacy that I had. That's the same thing I gave to mine, and I'm praying mine give that to theirs and the next and the next and keep on going from generation to generation. Because if, if I don't give you nothing else, if I give you Christ, I done gave you everything that you would need. And that's why we got to hold on. Israel Horton, I got a son, moving forward. We got to be determined no matter what comes, you're going to move forward. Life is going to happen. But when life happens, what are you going to do? Are you going to believe God and yet move forward? Or are you going to stay stuck on stupid? Come on. It rains on the just and the unjust. But we have supernatural help and ability when we have Christ on the inside of us to enable us, to help us, to go through whatever storm, whatever situation that we might go through. But we got to seek that help. We got to inquire of that help. And we got to determine that this is what I want out of my life. Sometimes we just a wishing. Because if you wishing something's going to get better and you're not making progress toward that, it ain't going to get better. It ain't, you just wishing. But when you want something different, you begin to walk in that direction of that difference. You can't be wishing and hoping, thinking you're going to lose weight and you're still eating and not working out. It ain't going to happen. You can't be saying, I want to save money, and you study spending everything you have. It's not going to happen. You got to work towards that. And sometimes you have to tell your flesh and other people, no, I can't do this or that because I'm working towards a goal. 
You got to have a picture, a vision of where you see yourself. That's why often people do vision boards. Why? Because that's the goal. That's what I'm working towards. That's what I'm moving towards. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing because that's the goal. That's why we have to set goals. What's the image? What, what are you doing? What are you looking for? That's why we have to talk to our young people. Where you see yourself? What you plan on doing? If they say nothing, that, you know, they, they got the wrong vision. They got the wrong vision. They got to be able to see their self in a different place five years from now, 10 years from now. Am I advancing in my career? What am I doing? What's the next step? In order to advance, do I need to do some things in order to get to that next level? Because God has given us the tools. He's going to help us, but he's not going to do it for us. Isaiah 55 and 6 says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Are you seeking the Lord? Are you calling upon him? If something is saying, seek the Lord while he may be found, it's going to come a day where he's not going to be found. The Lord is near. Salvation is near. It says, hearken not your heart. Seek him. Inquire of him. You want instruction? You want to know what to do in 19? Ask God what to do. For your family. For your church. Education, your job. Whatever it may be. We got to ask God what direction you want me to go in. You have to walk and talk with expectation that all things are possible to him that believe. Mark 9 and 23 says, Jesus said unto him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. What are you believing for? What are you hoping for? What are you asking God for? It said all things are possible. He might give you steps that you have to take to make it come to fruition, but it's a part that you're going to have to do no matter what. We have to play our part. And sometimes as saints, we just want God to shower the money. We want God to shower the wisdom. We want him just to shower us down and we do nothing. It ain't going to happen. And most of the things that we have honestly really worked for took us a minute to get there, wherever there is. It was worth it and you treasure it different because you had to work to get to that point. When something is given, sometimes people don't, you don't value it the same way because I didn't work for it. I work in a financial institution. I have seen parents pass away and leave kids money that they didn't work for. And they blow it because they didn't, they didn't have to work for it. They have buddies, they have friends come in with them until it's all gone and then they coming in by themselves. 
They have nothing to show for whatever the parent left them. Because they didn't put that time in getting up every day going. They didn't put that time in making sacrifice and saving it. So they don't know what the cost of that, that savings and that money left cost. They don't because they didn't do it. And if you were, that person was still alive, they would roll over in their grave because their kids is not doing right by what they left them. I said I visited my sons and went into the apartment, apartment clean. I remember days where I had to say, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Because it wasn't their house, it was my house. But I got to their house and it was together to the point they got me cooking, and one was coming in helping, trying to make sure everything stayed together while I'm cooking. I, I got this. <laughs> Why? Because they try to make sure their house stay together. Not hating. I'm appreciating. But let, let me get down with this because I'm finna use it again. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I got this. <laughs> Happy for the training, but they appreciate it different that is theirs and not mine. <laughs> Happy I see it, though. Happy I see it. I got some brothers that can cook and can clean up. I'm happy for it. <laughs> but you see the growth. You see the difference because it's something they don't work hard for. Yep, they used to me always keeping my car clean, polished. I, I like to ride in a clean car. Now I see them keeping their they vehicles clean and polished. They want to ride in the clean vehicle. Because it's one thing when you're riding in mama and daddy's clean vehicle. It's another when you paying that note and making sure it, it stay clean and making sure whatever you eat or drink, you take it out the door. And, All right. <laughs> That's when you can see the training is kicking in. That, oh, the light bulb have came on. It is they stuff. You see how they dealing with their money? Why? Because it's theirs. And if we as natural parents see that. What about our Heavenly Father? If he was to give us everything we wanted, when we wanted, we would be some spoiled kids. So some things, thanks, we're going to have to work for it to get it. We've got to say, God, I'm willing to make the sacrifices to show you how much I want this or that. I want more of you. So I'm spending time in the word. I want direction. I'm asking you for direction. I'm not moving until you tell me to move. It's going to show. And when it's really going to show, when the tests and trials come in your life, do that old man pop up or is that new creation popping up? If you the type that something go down in your family, you want to fight, and something to go down and you ready to fight, uh, let me, let me check my Jesus. Let me check my Jesus, because that's where I'm at. We got to check it, because sometimes that, that old man will spring up, and things will come up to show you, uh, he ain't quite crucified like I thought he was crucified. <laughs> I got to do a do-over. Lord, you got to help me in this. Because we get to, I want to tell them because they just saying their part. I want to tell my part. Nope, we, we can't do that. 
The word say vengeance is his. He's going to be, he's going to repay. When we were stuck on stupid, he helped us. And sometimes people stuck on stupid and we got to be willing to help them and yet still show the love of Christ. We got to do it God's way. And that's the part of seeking the Lord. Do it God's way. Deuteronomy 30, 19 and 20. I call heaven and earth as witness today against you that I have set before you life and death blessing and cursing, therefore choose life, that both you and your descendants may live, that you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice, and that you may cling to him, and for he is your life and the length of your days, and that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give them. And that was out of the New King James Version. It's set before us, death and life. But it's up to us to choose which direction we want to go in. God don't force himself on none of us. Yes, he have a plan for us. He would like you to do the plan but he give us a choice. He's a gentleman. He got a predestined path that he would like us to go in, but if we decide to do something else, when we get back on that path, it's all still going to work out for our good. That might have been a scratch you didn't have to scratch, that might have been a, a bump on your head that you didn't have to have if you would have obeyed him. But he got a way of working it out for our good. And our life experience is not just to help us. It's to help somebody else. Helping our brother, helping our sister to get through whatever that they're going through. So no, all our life experiences are not going to be the same. God ain't going to use all the same options to get us in and out of different stuff. He's going to choose what direction, what option he chooses to use to get us out of our situations and our circumstances. But we got to yet believe him and trust him. I had a phone, a phone call on yesterday um, prior to flying out, and... A young lady has experienced the same thing I experienced with the same boss that I experienced. I said, this is a test. And you have to pass this test. This person is being who this person is. I said, but I guarantee if you begin to pray for this person, God will show you how to walk in and out in front of this person. Not that the person going to change. When you change, it's going to be okay. Why? Because I had to do it. Same person. Same different things that the person is portraying and doing to this person. He did that to me. But when he left, I was still there. Was it times where even wanted to get in her flesh? Even wanted to do something different? Yes, yes, yes. But God said no. Was the times where I could have went to a different 
totally different job? Yes. But I would have been doing it out of, I don't want to deal with you. But wherever I go, I was going to go. So this was a battle that I had to be able to conquer and know. We might not be getting along, but I'm going to still do what I got to do. And I'm going to pray for this individual. And I shared that with her. I said, you, you got you to win this fight in prayer. Because you need your job to do what you need to do. And nobody needs to make you want to leave your job because you're frustrated with them. Bump that. They're not paying your bills. If we was chummy and we not chummy now, hey, I come to do a job. We might have shouldn't have been chummy at first. Whatever it is. Because if God don't say go, when you go to that next place, you still go find yourself. And you're going to have to know how to deal with people that is not doing you right. And the only way, the only way I can do that is through prayer. Because sometimes people vent over stuff that you just the target, but they got other stuff that they got going on. And knowing this person from working, it's a lot going on there. It ain't just you. And then you don't know what they're getting from their bosses and on down the line. It's a lot of changes that's being made. So hang in there. And when, I, when we got the phone, I was just like, okay. God said, yeah. You, you go through stuff not just to benefit and to help you, but to help somebody else. God might eventually tell her that she can leave. God might open another door. But until that door is open, she got to stand and fight. Because the workplace ain't going to always be friendly. They ain't going to always hurrah you. They're not going to always like you. But you got to stick and you got to stay until God say different. When God get you released, hey, do what you got to do. But until that time, we got to hear what God is saying. And move when he say move. Because you did not just come this far to come this far. Because if you did, you're going to be stuck right where you at. You're looking at going forward and moving forward in Christ. And the things that God has for you. And if you don't have that mind for better and for more and a better relationship, a better job, a better, then you got to Look within yourself. You got to see, is you actually just stuck? If things is going around you and you know they're not right and you contend with their, that, there's a problem. There's a problem. Because your past is your past for a reason. But you want to know that you're moving forward. You want to know that you're growing. If my son looked like at 18 as he did at day one, there's a problem. We see that in the natural, but is that the same way in the spirit? Are you growing? The things that would get you off last year, is that the same thing that's getting you off this year? In that area, do I need more? Do I need a deliverance 
in that area? What do I need in that area? What's my triggers? And you got to watch your triggers. That I won't go there. I won't do that. The word said death and life is in the power of our tongues. And we go eat the fruit thereof. So either I'm going to eat the fruit of death or I'm going to eat the fruit of life. What is coming out of my mouth? Is it life or is it death? Your situation ain't turning, turning around because your mouth ain't turning around. We got to say it, believe it before we see it. That's faith. If I already see it, I don't need faith for it. I already see it. It's there. But I'm believing for the impossible. I got to speak. I'm believing for the impossible. I'm believing God to move in my family. I'm believing God to move in my church. I got to say that. Even when you see different, you got to yet believe God for it. Because sometimes what you're seeing and you're focusing on, that's not where God is at. He can be focusing on a totally different area in that person's life. But you got to keep on praying. Because the prayers of the righteous, the word said, availeth much. Don't give up on your kids. Because you they only hope. Others might pray, but they're going to get tired. And they ain't going to remember to pray for yours every day like you go meet, you go remember to pray for yours every day. The situations you're facing, others might come along with you and pray with you, but that's your situation that you are believing God to turn around on your behalf. You have to pray. Fervent prayer availeth much. You got to sometimes turn that plate down and say, God, I am serious. I need your help in this area in my life. And sometimes, nope, everybody ain't going to be there clapping and hurrahing you. If you got to clap and encourage your own self like David did in the word. To keep it going, you got to encourage yourself. Because like you facing something, they could be facing something too. And that's why we are here to help each other to move forward. And that's the thing about God. He's concerned about me just like he's concerned about you. And when he's dealing with me, that don't mean he, he done forgot about you. He loves you unconditional. Even when you didn't and we didn't love him like we ought to, he still loved us. Even times when we make mistakes now, full grown, he yet still loves us. And he's concerned about us. That's a faithful God.
We got to watch the company we keep. We got to watch who's in our inner circle. Jesus had the multitude, he had the 12, and then he had the three. Some things he showed the three, the 12 did not see, and showed the multitude did not see. I look on Facebook, we all got friends, friend requests, friends. All of them ain't your friends. <laughs> if I needed you, would you be there? <laughs> What level of friend are you really? When I answer the phone, do you know by my voice, am I, I'm stressing, I'm tripping, whatever? If not, then you ain't there. You ain't there. Because you can tell when somebody, when you're close to somebody, what's going on. I can tell by my kids what, what's going on, what happened. Why? Because their voice, their mannerism is different. And we got to watch who in our circle. We got to watch who we be naked and be open to. Because everybody ain't for you because they with you. They not for you. Some people want to see you fall. And you got to watch that. You got to make sure whoever this circle, they, they got your back. And that's how the church proposed to be. We're supposed to be a community of believers, helping each other out. Iron, sharpen iron. If I have and you need, I got it for you. When you sick, I'm praying. When you're not at your best, I'm praying. Because why? Because one day that could be me. And we got to be there for one another. Not that when somebody go up, you study trying to pull them down. Let them get to the point where they're trying to go. Because the people that they're going to reach is not going to be the same people that you reach. We might do similar things, but my handprint is not going to be your handprint on whatever we do. Because I'm going to bring me to the table. And you go bring you to the table. That's why when it's somebody's due season, you got to hurrah them in their season. Because your season coming. And, and don't hate when it's their season. Be thankful and grateful. And let that show you, you know what? God is not a respective person. If he did it for my sister and my brother, he is able to do it for me. But we got to have that love for one another. We got to be willing to help somebody else. And we got to be willing to work on ourselves. 
areas that's been hangups and setbacks, ask God to help you. He wants the best for us. He has the best in store for us. And sometimes, I mean, we got to confront issues that sometimes with us is, is uncomfortable. I know when I started a job, I was, I was excited about that new position. But that new position caused me to stretch and learn new things, different things, learn it a different way. That was some stretching in doing that. That wasn't at ease. Why? Because I had to learn it their way of doing it. Because it was a different corporation. And sometimes we stay in the same place because we don't want to grow. We so used to the familiar, but we're not growing with the familiar. It's when you get out your box, do something different that might seem uncomfortable, that's when you grow. And that's what we have to be willing to do. We have to be willing that God would, would search us, know our heart, try me. And if there's any wicked in me, lead me in the way of everlasting. That's Psalms 139, 23, and 24. Because God already knows. We just don't know. Because he made us and he created us. We got to be determined. We want a better version of ourselves. What do you see today? Do you really want a better version of yourself? In what area do you want a better version of yourself in? That's the area you're going to have to work on. Because it's not just going to change because I want a better version. I got to put time in. I got to put sweat equity in to get a better version of me. We got to get out our, our own way to do things different. Some things you don't know if you go like it or not like it until you try it. What you want, what you have now, or what you want the most? Am I happy with now? Or do I really want that the most, whatever that is? That's what God can help us with. When you look back, over your track record. Look back over your life. Look how God, how far God has brought you as an individual. Do 
You can look at the life when you was growing up, single parent, two-parent home, and God has blessed you with X, Y, and Z. You can look at when you're raising your kids, now they're grown, look where they're at. You can that you can you done raised your kids, your grandkids, your great grand, and look where they at. When you look at that, you see how God has blessed the whole way. He has a proven track record. You can count and depend on him. When my back was against the wall, I didn't know how I was gonna make it. He has always come through. So this Goliath, this giant that I'm facing right now, it's a guarantee that he's going to come through. Don't know how he's going to come through. Don't know when he's going to come through. But when I look back over the record, when I didn't know how I was going to make it and he came through, look back over your record. Look what God has done for you. Look what God has done for your family. Go back and look at those milestones for you and your family. Go back and look at those milestones for your church family. Because he's not a respect of person. And that track record is going to give you the momentum to keep on going and face whatever you're facing right now. Because one thing, he has been faithful. And when you look at his record, he has always come through. It might not have been when you wanted it or how you wanted it, but he has always come through. So you got to know with certainty. I don't know how he's going to come through. I don't know what he's going to use to come through, but I know he's going to come through because I see his track record. Everybody else is a maybe. They might slide through. They might come through. They might answer the phone. God is a guarantee. You can bank on it. He's like clockwork. So seek him for the plan. Seek him for what direction I need to go in. 419. If so far at 19, you don't miss the mark, start from the day and keep it moving. If it's areas, hey, I gotta measure up, or test and came in, I ain't passed that test. I gotta measure up. Measure up and keep it moving. And when the spirit say do or don't do, do or don't do. Because we gotta be obedient to what he's telling us to do in order to win. We can't fight this fight on our own. We need his help and his accompaniment to help us win this fight that we're dealing with. And we have to know that and be willing to embrace that. We gotta work towards our goals. Our prayer priorities list. Make sure you're praying over your list on a daily basis. Whatever you got on there. And not just pray, start thanking God in advance for whatever you got, whatever you believe in for. Thank him. Every relationship in my life is made whole. Lord, I thank you. The eyes of my 
My understanding is enlightened. Lord, I thank you. I thank you I am the head and not the tail. I am above only and I am not beneath. Lord, I thank you for doors of opportunity being open. Lord, I thank you. If you're looking for a new house, say, Lord, I thank you for my new house. Looking for a new car, Lord, I thank you for my new car. If you're looking for a new job, Lord, I thank you for my new job. If you're looking for some money to be released that's been held up, go to the mailbox every day and say, Lord, I thank you that today is the day. What I'm looking for is in the mailbox. Why? Because you are believing God. And when you are believing God, you got to believe that today is the day. And you got to walk and talk with expectation that he is on his way to do this on my behalf. Are you doing it with your whole heart? So often we say, I'm living my best life. Hashtag. Are you really living your best life? If it's without him, you're fooling yourself because it ain't your best life. Is it just your best life in, in this one area, but in the other area, you... you you need some help? Let's really live our best life. Confess your best life in every area. Confess you got the best marriage, even when the marriage is not doing good. Because you know that's God's desire. You know that's in his plan for you and for your family. The enemy might be trying to attack, but you're speaking what God is saying concerning your marriage. Your kids might not be acting the way they need to act, and they might be going in the wrong direction. But you're going to speak those things as not as though they were. Be the best you. If I'm on empty, I can't give you what I don't have. But when I have God first, my husband second, my family, kids, ministry, then work, he helped me align everything. But if I put anything or anybody before God, it don't work. It don't work. But when I have him first, he helps me with every other area of my life. He showed me what to do. He showed me how to do it. Be determined to continue to move forward. Live your best life. The areas that could be better, work on those areas. Set goals. Work towards those goals. Whatever they are. Because he has the best for you. We are all on our own personal journey. The path, the plan that 
God has for us. I can encourage you. I can pray with you. But when it's all said and done, you got to make the changes. You got to make the moves. You got to want it for yourself. You got to work towards it. I can't work towards it for you. Because it's your life. Look at what your faith has done for you in the past. When you was believing God for situations and circumstances and he turned them around. I know people that couldn't have babies and they were believing God for babies. The babies are full, healthy, whole, doing well. Because God came through. Believing for jobs and marriages and homes and restoration and relationships. God did it. That same God is able to do that and more for you. Build your house. It says the wise build, the foolish tears her own house down with her own hands. What are you saying? Are you building your house or are you tearing it down yourself? What's coming out your mouth? If it haven't been the right things, God help me. Let me say the right things over my kids. Let me say the right things. Because I'm going to eat the fruit thereof. When the kids was little, my dad didn't let us say the kids was bad. Why? Because he didn't want us to eat the fruit of bad kids. We couldn't just speak every, any and everything over my nieces and nephews when they was little. My dad didn't play them. So watch what's being said over your life, over your kid's life. Speak what you want to happen in your life. Paint that picture. And don't stop speaking that until it comes to pass in your situation. How long is it going to take? I don't know. Only God knows. But if you continue to speak, if you continue to go in that direction, you're going to be further ahead than where you are right now. Time will pass if we do nothing. But if you're working towards a goal, even little increments of life is a blessing when you're working towards a goal. It might not be the final end, the ending point, but to see some progress is awesome. Seek the Lord for 2019. He already know the end. December 31st, you don't know the end already. So as he, you seek him, he will lead and guide you and show you the path that he has for you to take. 